Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is A New World Order, and I am Zane C. Weber, leader of the National Council of Zane Australia, here with my colleague and ally from across the sea. Welcome, welcome. And <laughs> that other guy <laughs> who's also from across the sea. I'm your number one contender, and your man with the automatic rematch clause, Sebastian of the United States of South America. Oh, is that permanent now? Yeah. It's, Until it's, I win, then, so I'm the number, then I'm the champion. Oh, so you don't have a rotating uh, little subtitle now. I'm the number one contender here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This, things are changing rapidly in mm. America. I'm, of course, Andrew Shoster, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And if you're joining us for the first time... Zane's being a dick. That's what you're missing. That's what you missed last time. Yeah, if you're in, listening for the first time, you have a lot of catching up yeah. to do. If you're listening for the first time, you might think that I am being an unreasonable person. You might think that correctly, However, yes. However, hopefully, you enjoy this enough that you go back maybe <laughs> 10, maybe even just five episodes to see what brought on my current opinion <laughs> yeah. of Zeb Merrick. If you go back 10 episodes, you're going to be very confused once again. Yeah. There's really a, there's a there's a small gap in time that you need to look at to prove Zane's point. And if you look anywhere to the left or the right of that, you're going to think he's insane. So I encourage you, look to the left and the right. <laughs> so if you're joining us for the first time, we bring an issue that is plaguing our virtual nations on nationstate.net to the table to discuss how best to deal with those issues while staying true to our own political leanings. Absolutely. But every five episodes, we are dealt another global crisis with which to deal with. Additional problems for the bureaucrats. Additional problems. The one that spawned the problems between <laughs> Australia and South America. And that, that was a global Power nuclear crisis. Asterisk, we don't have a problem. You have a problem. <laughs> In which said America decided to try and manipulate world politics to draw Zane Australia into said conflict. Actively preventing it from taking defensive steps. Correct. And so now Zane Australia considers itself at war with said America. Although Zane Australia did say we're currently in the middle of a Cold War, but just started hurling grenades last episode. So. <laughs> Political. Political grenades I've yet to invade with my robot army. Well, thankfully, we survived the nuclear conflict without so much as a scratch for the most part. You're welcome. <laughs> the, big, the big boys showed their, showed their missiles and nothing much came of it. But we have been dealt a new curse. In which all the animals in our nations have started speaking. Which you wouldn't 
think on the surface is necessarily a curse. Well, I have just the issue to show you why that is an issue, a problem. By all means. My oh, no. issue is, is it con- prostitution. No. My- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that would be so much better. No. <laughs> my issue is, okay, I'll be honest, none of the issues I have this week directly lend themselves towards animals, but I have an issue that's all about the negatives of speaking. Interesting. So let's play it. Let's play it as a lovely theme. Oh no, it's a free speech issue. It's called <laughs> Hush Hush, Sweet Charlotte. No. <laughs> Your personal assistant, Charlotte Sweet, has threatened to tell the newspapers you had an affair with her unless you give her lots of money. That's the issue. So it's all about people talking. Look who's talking now, this hussy. Am I right? And did you did you happen? I mean, Submerica <laughs> has the official stance of denying. The uh, the existence of talking animals. You've simply ignored the claims <laughs> from 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 the last episode. Ignored, you haven't you haven't investigated these reports at all. We ignored the claims of aliens having to do with talking animals. <laughs> it was a very clear and cut. It's very hard to ignore talking animals, but they're trying real hard. <laughs> so now I have to deal with talking people. Okay. Even if you, oh, I should put my glasses on. I can't. Sorry. So damaged. Even if you never went near her, we can't let this story get out, says your chief of staff, who mm-hmm. didn't get a name this time around. Um, think of the scandal. No, no, no. Pay her. Pay the tabloids. Yeah. Pay anyone who's ever, ever so much of has heard the word affair. Pay them as much as it takes to make this disappear. Sure. This might be a quick and dirty solution, but sometimes you have to put your career first. <laughs> so is this how the dogs get their step up in Submerica? Each one of them claims to. Yeah. <laughs> um, for, you know why I'm so mutated. <laughs> for the record, I'm against that option. Okay. Um, regardless of whether it doesn't tell me definitively whether I've had the affair or not. So well, unless the other options do go into it, but running under the assumption that I did or did not, I don't feel like I should be spending money, mine or taxpayers, to cover up something. Okay. So that's my stance to begin with, whether I did it or didn't. Well, it does set a dangerous precedence or, or precedent of paying off, uh, paying off people who would say something yeah. about you. It also, yeah. And whether it's true the or government not. lying in any capacity is dangerous. Mm-hmm. We just have to make sure she doesn't win over the public with her deceptions. Counsels your attorney, Rex Poindexter. <laughs> Force all the newspapers to expose her as a liar. Release statements saying that you stand by your family. Drastic measures must be taken to ensure the media truth. Now let's prep your testimony. Repeat (laughs) after me. I did not have an affair with that woman. (laughs) I should have really lent into an accent for that one. I apologize. (laughs) So once again... It's. I'm still playing. I haven't decided whether I did the thing or didn't do the thing because it really, really matters. Because if I didn't do it, I wouldn't do that stuff anyway. Because that well, you seem that seems more. Let's just to say me. you did. <laughs> well, let me read the final option because for all I know, they do clarify that it did happen or didn't happen. So I, just for the sake of yeah, not making a call. Third and final. Maybe this little problem really isn't a dilemma. Opines your press advisor Yoko Wessex. We live in modern times, and I don't think the public will care about who sleeps with whom. You're better off seizing the, the initiative and telling the world about your every, about every relationship you've had in a series of memoirs. Make it juicy enough <laughs> to be exciting, and at the very least, people will say that you're honest. People don't say that a whole lot about politicians these days, do they? Worked for Berlusconi, didn't it? <laughs> um, for Submerica, that seems like in that, France it also works. 
Well, Unfortunately, you can't take that option because I'm vetoing it. You're vetoing option so. three? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I can't confess. I was going to say that is the ideal, it uh, is the ideal option for Submerica because yeah. of its uh, do-what-you-want do attitude. Okay. Well, I'm probably going to lean towards option two because I'm not paying people. The Bill Clinton option. Yeah, like just yeah. to flatly deny it. Well, but you're also not pretending it didn't exist, and you're, yeah. you're like you're, you're acknowledging the claims. Which, while I would rather just admit to them, if the best thing I can do now, apart from that is just acknowledge that they exist, rather than try and make them never have happened. Making uh-huh. a he said, she said, whole thing. Well, honestly, it at least lets people make up their own minds. Whereas if I go option one, I never give the public the opportunity to think about it. So if the claims are out there. Option two lets people make their own calls. This is true. Uh, that's fine. I'm not being stopped from doing that. You are not. <laughs> <laughs> Leader claims to be the epitome of family values. Oh, uh, Citizens welcome firm leadership. Outdoor camping craze continues. Tourism industry braces for influx. Impregnated by aliens, our facts will shock you. Well, we, <laughs> we wouldn't know. Um <laughs> Very minor on the ups. Uh, authoritarianism up 3%. Not great, but it's minor. Averageness up 2 Corruption up 1%. And, sorry, corruption, tourism, and political apathy up 1%. Of course, authoritarianism up because mm. part of the rider was to slander her, to force the papers to print negative stuff about It wasn't forced. It was just making a release of my statement of the situation. It wasn't forcing anyone to do anything. It was just me coming Calling out saying- liar. Yeah, because it is an. It it, it, the implication is if she's yes not telling the truth, if you're telling the truth. As for the downs, once again, really minor. But black market down four percent, which means it's now. I think it went up two or three percent last week, so it's now a little bit lower than it was. So that's right. good. It's uh, weird that that affects black market at all. Yeah, charmlessness down three percent, and that's in the same boat. That went up one or two percent last week, and now it's down three, so it's back to normal. Um, ideological radicality also down three, and then rudeness and political freedoms. Down one percent each, so it, it it didn't course correct the big stuff last week, but it surprisingly course corrected the minor stuff, which is right. Well, there you go. Yeah, so I'm not going to complain about that because apart from my IT not being refixed for that, which it never would have been <laughs> from those options, it's mostly fine. Well, who knows if those dogs might not get degrees? And, who knows? And go into IT. <laughs> well, Zane Australia with the influx of. Uh, Animal employees yes. has also seen the influx of animal celebrities. Oh, Bojack Horseman? Do you have Bojack Horseman? Is he there? <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Also Mr. Peanut Butter. Uh, and so my issue this week is called Ring of Death. Okay. Rival Hootube celebrities Poodie Poo and Ethan Wrong recently decided to duke it out in the boxing ring as a crass publicity stunt to promote a new video game. They fought without receiving any prior training, and tragically, a stray punch to Pootie Poo's temple led to a fatal intracerebral hemorrhage. Oh dear. <laughs> Option number one. How could I have known that this would happen? Vlogs Ethan Wrong, wiping a carefully choreographed tear from his cheek. All we wanted to do was entertain our subscribers and get more clicks. I definitely didn't intend to injure him, at least not to that extent. Hey, leader, if you publicly follow my featured Hootuber Tat channel, it'll show the nation that you understand where us kids are coming from. So of basically course. just... You keep doing what you're doing, buddies. <laughs> How dare you? 
shrieks in an ardent fan of the deceased Poodipoo, clenching his fists in rage. You killed him because he was in direct competition with your channel. You shouldn't be able to get away with murder so easily. Deliberate injuries should be prosecuted inside or outside of the boxing ring. I, I have to say, as far as, I mean, I would imagine any kind of, uh, any serious injury or death inside the boxing ring does come with an automatic investigation from police whether there was motive for, yes, for, for, for murder. permanent. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, pleads former pro boxer Calvin Calder, still twitching a little from a past head injury. People love boxing matches. You can't stop the noble art of pugilism um, fighting. (laughs) It should just be professionals, though, so accidents won't happen again. That's true. I mean, they're getting into the ring. There is the expectation that they could get hurt, I'm sure, on on the reverse, there there are also waivers signed that if you do suffer some major injury, it's not your opponent isn't necessarily um, liable for the for the damage because of the yeah. because of the situation. I mean, option number three. All all these three options are pretty okay. Yeah. Uh, option number three is only trained professionals can be Boxers. can compete. Yep. In a boxing ring. What makes a boxing professional, though, is... Being paid to box. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, mm. Pootie Poo and yeah. Ethan Wrong could have been paid to get in a boxing ring and hit each other. Yeah. Does that make them professional boxers? Or is it oh, a, oh. a degree of training? I will... Just one key thing. With animals entering this kind of this thing, given that the, the issue that we've been given right now is they have the ability to talk. Yes. It is worth noting... Children have the ability to speak, but we would never give them the ability to consent to something like a boxing match. So whether or not the dogs can talk or the kangaroos can or what, the really discussion is, are you listing them as intelligent enough on the basis of being able to talk that they can sign waivers? Well, that, if they're, if they're, last week I employed animals to, uh, I allowed animals to be employed in whatever capacity that they were fit for. Yep. So that would include... If a kangaroo is is intelligent enough to want to fight a guy and canny enough to find someone to pay them to fight a guy to whatever degree of injury, then they're allowed to do that. Oh, okay. Anyone anyone can fight someone. Anyone can be capable of fighting someone, but do they have the mental capacity to weigh up the risks of doing so to sign a waiver with Consent is a very interesting subject you've raised. Yeah. And in this in this world where animals have suddenly started talking, like like children who um over over whom parents maintain authority until they're 18, would pets despite being able to talk and make conscious decisions, children, would they also they do fall have under the authority over until 18 unless you an uh Emancipate. Um, emancipate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that animals would have a chance to uh, to earn their right to act for themselves. So, that, so are you assuming an automatic emancipation of all animals right now? No. So they animals can choose to be part of a family, like an adoption situation. If Oh, yes, but I mean yeah. they would have to decide. There, there wouldn't be an implicit arrangement uh, just as a status quo. I think to gain employment, they would need to be emancipated. Like, okay. Just, like, just okay. like a child can't work before 14 unless 
special things are set up for them to do that. Oh, yeah. the government just getting in the way. <laughs> well, okay, I'm thinking of it's a bit of a stretch, but the movie I Am Sam. Um, it was about a mentally handicapped, uh, just to refresh the audience, mm-hmm. in the case, a mentally handicapped gentleman who had divorced from his wife, but he was raising a young girl. And there came a point where the, his daughter overtook him in a level of intelligence. Yeah. And that was in the state, separated them from him being able to take care of her because it was no longer it made sense. Like she was effectively taken care of him by the age of like seven or something. Yeah. And in cases like that, it's really home, pushed home. Like age does not matter for the discussion of consent, it's really capacity. So when you could have like a 20-year-old, I'm going to say kangaroo again because this is an Australian podcast, but (laughs) there are other animals. It really, I think it needs to come down to the level of intelligence and not just these other factors. It has to. Yeah, well, that that is taken into account in emancipation cases. If a child is not canny enough to figure out how to get through this process, Mm. to push for this process, then they won't get it. I think... I think this whole question assumes consent. Assumes consent that no one's being forced into the ring. Um, This isn't a dogfighting issue. This is uh, two celebrities who are not qualified to fight each other safely (laughs) fight each other, and one dies. What happens? It's a stunt gone wrong. Yes. So Mm. with taking consent into consideration, that heavily implies that number two is the right way so that if someone dies, there is an investigation to see whether it was premeditated or planned or on purpose. And if that, then they are, and if it is found to be the case, then it's prosecuted. Although there is a, there is a tone of trial by public opinion in, uh, in the way she's describing the investigation. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, deliberate injuries. Yeah. Inside or should inside or outside of the boxing ring. Yeah. So, I mean, I think taking what America said into account, that's probably what I'm going to do. Um, I'm not going to outlaw it. I'm not going because, honestly, the government doesn't have much interest in sport okay. as in, le- in legislating sports. So if there is an injury, if there is a, a death, then it will investigate it like any other crime and this okay. is just the method of, um, of violence. That's what you're going with? Yeah. No veto from Andropolia. You're going with the option I suggested. Why would I veto you? Yeah, there you mm. are. Why would you veto me? Hark back to episode 77. <laughs> I can't believe how much time Zane Australia takes looking into the past. <laughs> how else the do we learn? The recent past. <laughs> if you're all about your science and all that witchcraft, I feel like you should be aiming towards the future. It is against the rules of boxing to hit above or below the belt. Government, a true role model, parents say. Flush with cash, out shopping guide inside. Banana sales curve upward. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Law enforcement. Pardon? No, it's the banana, it's the <laughs> banana title that, that is so bad. Law enforcement up 49%. Health up 3%. 
weather up 0.8 and then it dwindles down. Uh, so safety's up, tourism up, pacifism up, lifespan up, uh, average income up, economic output up. And law enforcement. Law, law enforcement up 50%. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, huge. Crime down 1.2% from an already incredibly low rate. Um, charmlessness down 1%, obesity down 05 uh, and all the rest negligible. But uh, so cheese exports, welfare and agriculture all down less than 0.1%. Uh, so just investigating my crime. Uh, so my crime is currently at 2.4 crimes per hour. And so that was down down from 2.45. Okay. okay. So. For the record, crime in Andropolia is 10 times higher. Yep. <laughs> Duly noted. <laughs> but who knows if that might be changing. Oh. oh. No, that's a horrible segue. My <laughs> issue has nothing to do with crime. <laughs> Animals are talking and it would seem that they are using mobile phones. <laughs> There's a good Twitter joke here. A very, oh, I'll be 10 minutes. Maybe. Dogs' noses do work on touchscreens. Is that right? True. I say, yeah, I would suppose any fleshy part, uh, fleshy moist um, uh, skin would, would, would work. Uh, when we first got Bonnie one time, when Jess was being silly and left her phone like precariously off the coffee table, yes. she put it in her mouth and we found it in the backyard. And it was, oh, it was no. working, but it was, ooh, it was not good. So dogs do have a proclivity for grabbing mobile phones, I will say. Well. And eating them. <laughs> yep. It was when we first got her and she had me like trained. Now it's like you can leave like a whole fucking lasagna on the ground and she won't touch it. Like she's really, really good now. But, ooh, when we but got when her. when it starts ringing. Oh, oh, just, just scoff it right down. <laughs> Recent technological developments in mobile phones are raising concerns from your citizens about the possible harm they are doing to the modern generation. Mm. Everyone is just staring at their phone screens these days. Messages, <laughs> messages. Anti-mobile <laughs> lobbyist <laughs> Palatina Harkness via the What's On chat service. Between social media, augmented reality games, and personal assistant software, people now spend time looking at and talking to their phones. Uh, spend more time looking at and talking to their phones than they do interacting with real people. Let's not forget the dangers of these distracting devices either: inattentive driving, pedestrian collisions, eye strain, repetitive strain injuries. They've caused more deaths than exploding cupboards, the ironing board, and Godzilla put together. I say we create just. One hour every lunchtime where everybody is obliged to keep their phones off. Let's rediscover the art of conversation. Hmm. I, I just thought of a really good time, not for, not for my country, but another country to invade your country. Um, and I think it's this, this really weird hour where for some reason all your phones are just off. With Twitter's on a blackout. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a stupid idea. My God. It sounds like it could only come from the mouth of a concerned mother. Ugh, mothers. Who, yeah, isn't really isn't really thinking out. <laughs> just time out. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. She's so used to just just issuing uh, <laughs> um, issuing her her authority con- concretely. This is utter nonsense. Mobile phones are nothing other than beneficial to society. I'll have you know that not one of our privately funded studies have found the slightest <laughs> bit of evidence to the contrary. Argues Wolfgang O'Hara, CEO of. Amber phones, gesturing towards the wiggly line on a clipboard as he nonchalantly slips a wad of amples into your back pocket. Have you ever seen anyone drop dead in the streets just because they were chatting on one of our new Uphone 85 models for sale at low, low prices? No, it's just blatant scaremongering. I employ the government, I implore the government to dismiss these crackpot complaints. 
I am very much inclined to do that because if they can privately fund studies yeah. to to investigate it, anybody else can also fund studies into it and release the and release the data accordingly. That's the uh, Andrew Pauline answer. Absolutely, the yeah. free market will decide if people value. Uh, the benefits of the phone more than its more than its harm, then they should not be inhibited from from using what, it. What has the phone ever done for you? Like, no, the- why does every single person <laughs> seem to find them absolutely necessary to keep it with them at all times and and put their entire lives into? Right. The point is <laughs> is that it leaves the responsibility of weighing the options to people at the individual level. Yeah. That's exactly right. Option three of three. I don't believe they're harmful either, says Charles Vader, a teacher. But it's obvious to everyone what a detrimental effect it has on our children. Everywhere I look, I'm seeing children as young as four tapping away at the blasted things. Do you know how many lessons I've had interrupted by the crazy penguin ringtone? (laughs) Or by little Timmy saying there's a collectible Pokachu under my desk? Just ban Timmy's. (laughs) Or ban desks. Children. Ban children. Ban everything. (laughs) Do you know how many of my pupils think great is spelt with a number? Too many. Only adults should be allowed to own and use mobile phones. I don't think that's valid to, or even necessary to to legislate. Um, In in contract law, there's the, again, touching on consent, there's uh, there's the assumption that you know anybody entering into a contract is yes, is consenting yeah. to it, and you have to be of the age of in consent. Sound fine. Yeah, in order to in order to make a contract, that's why kids can't do it. You know, can't sell your house accidentally. Whoops. <laughs> Which I'm sure was Sorry. tried centuries ago and <laughs> written in that no consent is a very important thing. Um. Yeah. So already children can't get phones on their own. These are parents getting the phones yes. for them for various reasons um, and they shouldn't be they shouldn't be l- discouraged at the legal level, at, at the government level yeah, absolutely. from behaving it, in any way. It seems ridiculous to do yeah. it at a government level. Schools could always do that of their own accord. And that could be a local policy. That, that's exactly yeah. right. Phone, this is a phone-free well, that, area. I mean, all or, your yeah. schools, well, yeah. the majority of your schools are private schools. A private they can anyway. make their own own rules and Absolutely. teach their own things. Cities so. can make their own rules. Yeah. Communities can make their own rules. That's exactly right. Uh, so unless there is a veto coming, I am simply going to choose option two, which is to ignore the ignore the negative claims. Everybody is welcome to do their own research. I honestly believe that that is the option that Zane Straley took when we had this 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 issue. Oh, it's it's come up. Yeah, crowded passenger trains are near silent. Safe for the soft tap of fingers on touchscreens. Bliss. Right. Oh. <laughs> this is already a win. <laughs> it's like before quiet cars, but even now quiet cars aren't quiet. Oh, is there anything as frightening as seeing somebody look at you and you get that feeling that they're about to start a conversation yeah. that you really don't want to have? <laughs> It's not even touching on any, you know, controversial yeah, yeah. subjects. It just you don't want to talk. It's like, uh, just, just shut up, <laughs> world. Yeah. The Andropolis Sentinel reports fewer lazy bums than ever before. Bosses note: this is great. Teen builds working deep space exploration rocket. Well doesn't done. S- Welcome to the team. Doesn't say whether it's a an animal teen <laughs> or a, or a human teen. Flush with cash, our shopping guide inside. Oh, good retail on the rise. And pedantry on the rise, well-written study says. 
So Infotech up 23.5%. Ooh. Scientific Advancement up 10 I was not expecting such big changes. As soon as you put confidence in data. I suppose so. And privately funded studies. You're encouraging studies. <laughs> Rudeness up 2%. Intelligence up 1%. And disposable, average disposable income also up 1%. This is good. People are working. They're keeping more of their money for themselves. Uh, mining as an industry down 1%. Taxation down half percent. Uh, manufacturing as a sector down 1%. And pizza delivery down 5%. That's I would have expected, if anything, pizza delivery to go up. Mm. Anyway, mm. people are having pizzas delivered less often uh, as a result of not being worried about the negative health effects of mobile phones. Sure. So be it. Maybe they're walking <laughs> to get pizza. And they're staying quieter in train carriages. <laughs> ah, that's, that's the real win for Andropol, yeah. That is. So, again... Uh, talking animals have not created a huge uh, problem in society. They are being integrated very smoothly, very, very, um, what's the word? Smoothly. smoothly. I just said smoothly. <laughs> you just said smoothly. They're, uh, they're good kids. Yeah, they are. Apart from, you know, wanting to kill each other. You know, the laws apply to dogs now too. The laws apply to dogs and as long as they're not harming each other, they are welcome to do whatever they like. And I will say... To those of you from America that uh, mm. brought up the fact that I do eat my animals. Um, <laughs> so does Andrew. You're both monsters. Let's uh, be clear. I will have you know, it is also legal to eat people. Yeah, you're monsters. You're a city, you're a nation of horrible horror movie monsters. What is required, though, is consent on both parties. Which we've discussed that the animals don't have just because they can speak. Some yeah, animals I feel like you're do. Eating, I feel like you're just eating the mentally handicapped, and it's weird. And it's weird that you're so okay with it. Like, at least if you were a little bit like skeptical about it, it'd be fine. But, like, you're so okay with it. It's strange. Um, No, some people want to be eaten, and some... Dogs want to be eaten now too. People need a more manageable fetish. <laughs> as soon as we're all computers, <laughs> it won't be a problem. We won't have to eat each other. Mm. All right. If you want to find us to discuss cannibalism online, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. And if you want to access all those exclusive episodes where we wrap up our five-episode arcs of the global crises, you can go to patreon.com forward slash a new world order podcast. And there you will find all of those past episodes and all of the upcoming ones one in five episodes finds its way there exclusively so make your way make your way please as little as one american dollar a month is all it takes it keeps the lights on it i mean you know we're not living off it or anything but it just keeps us keeps also us moving the forward. air conditioning <laughs> it's going to get warm in australia in the next few months that's exactly right you don't want us to be uncomfortable we get very untalkative when we're uncomfortable mm. it's true i've been saying seaweather chancellor did you do the social media thing or was i just not listening you were just not listening. Excellent, as you were. <laughs> I've been Zancy Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards an increasingly animal-friendly future. If ever there was a silent shot, a silent <laughs> volley, that was it. Hmm? What? Interrupting Zane mid-speech. <laughs> I, I thought he messed up. I was to help. Yes, exactly right. You were just trying to help. Yes, of course. Coroner claims. <laughs> <laughs> I have been your number one contender, your man with the automatic rematch clause, Sebastian of the United States of South America. We're just set the bar. We are the bar. 
I have to say, I admire you for sticking by a subtitle this time. Well, of, 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 of finally finding one you like and latching onto it. At least for like two or three more episodes. Like, <laughs> well, before you tire of before it. I, yeah, I'm already tired of it. I just can't be bothered to think of a new one yet. And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like, and a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh, yeah. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.